Hello, and welcome to the Client Experience Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez. And admittedly, it's been a while. I am really late on getting you guys new episodes for this podcast. And a lot of it has to do with how crazy it's been. So I wanted to take an episode to just give my reaction to what is happening in the world, really, with COVID-19, with the coronavirus, how we're handling it as a family, and how it's affected my business, and then open the conversation up to others to share their opinions and how they're handling it as well. So as you guys know, my business is virtual. I own Admin Prestige, which is an administrative agency. And so that part of it, we were already plugged in to working remotely. That was not a problem for us. The real issue is, and thankfully it hasn't been an issue yet, is that we are a business to business business. So what that means is B2B, we, our clients are business owners. And because so many businesses are being destroyed really by the economic impact of coronavirus, we have no idea how that's going to play out for our clients. And so what I wanted to say is that, you know, even though we have this built in and we are still functioning, the fear is still real because we don't know what's going to happen next week or the week after or the week after or the week after. Thankfully for me, I have a portion of my business in which I do loan signings as a notary. It's considered an essential business. And so I'm able to still do that during this time. And that has helped give us some stability during this time. However, it's scary. It's scary being out there. I would like for me, I would much rather be at home. There's some difference. People are saying, you know, oh, I've been inside for this, you know, X number of days and I wish I could go outside. And then the people who are in essential businesses or essential jobs are saying people just don't know what it's like to be out here. My husband also is in an essential business. He works for solid waste in a landfill. And so, you know, obviously we still need garbage to be taken care of. And so he still has to go to work in terms of social distancing. They have very few people on staff anyways. And so there's a lot of distance and they're already taking precautions because it's garbage. So, you know, they're always going to be taking precautions and making sure that they're having a sanitary work environment. But for me, in terms of what I'm doing in my workplace when I'm going out, initially my response was, I just thought that it was going to blow over. I remember when it first kind of broke, my daughter sent me a message with some fabric masks and was like, you need to buy these. And she's like, I always say she's a conspiracy theorist. She's always like very paranoid about everything. And I was like, you can buy them. I'm not going to wear a mask. You know, like this is just the flu. It's going to blow over. You know, little did I know that this was something that was going to last so long and have such a widespread impact. In the very beginning, I just said that for the loan signings, I would only do them in the office, like in the escrow office. I wasn't going into people's homes. But as this has drawn out, people don't want to go to the escrow office. And so I'm having to go to people's homes and I'm doing a lot of signings in garages and in backyards. And I am doing signings in people's homes, which is scary. But I'm taking a lot of precautions in terms of hand sanitizer and washing my hands. I have a mask. I have spray bottles with alcohol. I'm wiping down my phone. I'm taking every precaution that I can to make sure that I'm safe. But that's, I think, been really interesting in that 
I have done almost too much on the loan signing side because of the fear of not knowing what's going to happen. I'm still recovering from surgery. At time of recording, I am almost three weeks out from surgery. And so I'm supposed to be taking it easy. But because I don't know what's going to happen, I feel a push and a pressure to really go for it and really try to do as many signings as possible so that as things change, that I'm prepared financially. Whereas if I knew that, you know, when they say that it's going to lift, it's going to lift, then I probably wouldn't do that. You know, in terms of the loans and things that have happened, they're so difficult to understand. They're so difficult to navigate. And I was able to get a partial loan through the EIDL, but I haven't applied yet for the PPP loan, which I don't fully understand. I kind of need someone to walk my hand through that. And I'm still fully staffed. I'm still trying to make things as normal as possible for my team. And it takes its toll. It takes its toll a lot. One of the things that I live with daily is anxiety and depression. And these types of things really kick up those things. And so that's part of the reason why I haven't recorded is because I just didn't know how to be upbeat. And how to like, what kind of content I could provide for you guys that would be meaningful in this time when so many people, their lives are really upside down. I mean, even in my family, so many people are unemployed, you know, both husband and wife got furloughed or were laid off. And there's just so much unsurety, if that's a word. I don't know if that's a word, but it is for me, unsurety. You know, the silver linings in this, I think, is that we are very intentional about the time that we're spending together. Ironically, I'm spending so much less time on social media. I don't know why. I've spent a lot more time focusing on getting organized. Two things that I've done to get organized is I've started using Asana for my digital organization, which I used Asana before and I did not like it. I did have to use it for a client of mine and I got used to it, but I was still resistant of it for my business. But I became open to it and now I'm really, really enjoying it. And I'm finding that I'm forgetting things less because as I'm thinking of things, I'm putting them in there as a task and I'm forgetting things less. For somebody like me, that's really important because a lot of times things that I need to remember have effects that, you know, cross over to other people. Another thing that I've done or started the process in doing is organizing my home office space. I'm working with a professional organizer. Her name is Amy Woidke. And I know I've mentioned her before, but I'm definitely going to mention her again. Just the consultation process was so intense. Just thinking about you know, why we hold on to certain things, why we have these emotional relationships to things. It opened my eyes, really. One of the situations, I'm just going to be really, really honest. One of the situations that came up was that I have this humongous inventory of vinyl for my Cricut, which if you don't know what a Cricut is, it's a vinyl cutter for crafting. And there's legitimately probably about a thousand dollars worth of vinyl in this inventory. 
I have had the hardest time with what I'm going to do with that because the reason why I got it in the first place was because the original intent behind my business and part of what I had been doing was I made client experience gifts for people. So I was actually crafting and doing custom gifts for people to do for their clients. And so that was a big portion of my business in the very, very inception of it. And so this was inventory to go towards my business. And then my business took a different turn. It feels foolish to have amassed that much of it. It feels embarrassing to have it, even though I there's a reason. I mean, I know there's a reason why. And it's hard to part with it because of how much money I know I spent on that vinyl. And she really encouraged me to think about it more along the lines of thinking about donating it to somebody who has the skill and the effort to use it in a way that would do good and who potentially couldn't afford to purchase materials like that. So I'm hoping that's how it turns out for me. And I'll keep you guys posted on that. But we definitely also addressed, I mean, the whole downstairs is just like a hot mess. I mean, it looks like the inside of like a tornado. It is just a hot mess. I've got kids who are doing school down there. I've got my work stuff down there. It's dark because it's basement. And so I'm really using the time to imagine and envision and enact a new space for myself, both digitally and physically, with the goal that it will open up new opportunities. I'm missing people in my life. Like I really miss my dad and I miss my mom and I miss my sisters. It's hard to go without physical interaction. I'm like, I'm a hugger. I'm a person who loves to hang out with people before this happened. And I'm sorry, I'm getting so emotional. But before this happened, we were going every week to a friend of ours house and sharing a meal and going to church. And it's really hard to not be able to do that. It makes me sad inside. It also makes me feel like this is never going to end, which I know, like, logically that it will. But because it keeps getting pushed back over and over and over again, it is just very discouraging. We have to focus on the good parts of this. We have to focus on the intentionality about, we have to focus on the ability to connect with each other in new ways. I keep joking with people when I do loan signings that we need to bring back the curtsy and the bow because I'm a handshaker. I shake everyone's hand and now I'm like, hi, how are you? And I just feel so awkward because I can't do anything. So then I'm like, I'm going to curtsy at you or I'm going to bow at you, you know? I think that... The more that we connect to each other, the more that we reach out to each other, the more that we prioritize really doing everything that we can to not forget that this is a challenging time, not just for ourselves, but for other people. I think that's going to be what takes us through this time. As far as the economic side of things, who knows, guys? Who knows? 
I know I'm going to be okay because I believe in a higher power. So, and I've been through worse, so I know I'm going to be okay. But for those of you who are in the depths of despair in terms of wondering how you're going to make it, just like, please reach out because I'm happy to connect you to any number of resources. I don't have like, I don't mean like I have tons of money or anything like that. I just mean like, let me help you in some way. If there's any way that I can help you, I will. Also, just want to thank you guys so much for allowing me to have this podcast and to be real and to be vulnerable. And I hope that this episode brings you a little closer to my heart, even though it's not a happy one. I hope it brings you closer to my heart. So this is Raya Gonzalez with the Client Experience Podcast. And I thank you so much for joining me this week and every week where we come together to serve each other with heart. Thank you.